It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is a very well-rested Landon McCool. <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, I saw you doing a Cowboys Periscope from your pool this weekend. Uh, I saw that you enjoyed your vacation. How are you doing today, sir? I enjoyed it entirely too much, and uh, when you, it's funny when you said that I was coming back well-rested, uh, I, I totally forgot to do that part. I am not well-rested. I am exhausted. <laughs> you you so, always need like a vacation after the vacation to rest yeah, back exactly. up for. Yeah. It's the classic vacation from your vacation scenario, guys. It the really classic is. one. It really is. Um, so coming up on today's show... We are going to talk about the Cowboys linebacking core entering the 2019 season. Um, and let's, I want to just kind of start from a 10,000 foot view. Lynn, how much better, or I mean, how much better do you feel about this group heading into this season as compared to last year? It feels like it's one of the storylines that's not really talked about a lot, you know, is is the linebackers now. But yeah, I mean, a ton better. I mean, way, way better. I mean, I think you thought that, uh, uh, you know, that I mean, you, I mean, the Royal kind of you, we, we, we all thought kind of going into last year that you know, what's, is Sean Lee going to hold up? Uh, how quickly can Leighton Vander Esch come along before he can do something? We still weren't, a, I mean, you know, I guess the we general no consensus wasn't, yeah. wasn't sure about uh, uh, Jalen Smith yet. Um, to a certain degree. I mean, I think we'd see him play, but, I mean, we didn't really know what we were going to get out of him. And, mm-hmm. yeah, fast forward now, you know, with the, with the talk about getting Sean Lee to come back, and, and I, I, you know, if he could play the role and if he's kind of reshaped his body to play the role, I love the idea of getting Sean Lee and Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith all in the field together. Uh, and so, I, you know, and then you look at what they've got as backups. I mean, this is – we don't talk about the linebackers very much. We but this not. is as talented and as deep a group yeah. as any team in the league. You're period. not worried about the loss of Damian Wilson impacting their season? Absolutely. That's a, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is, is that even without Sean Lee, you know, and and Sean Lee was not even really a consideration for this. So uh, even without that. I mean, they had like three or four guys that you felt like could have stepped in and been find starters at Sam linebacker, you know I mean? Especially because they don't necessarily play, they don't need to play a lot of Sam linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you, you get Sean Lee back in there, uh, you're going to get great snaps at that spot. I, I think the position, the Sam linebacker position will look a little different than it might have previously. Um, but I think that what you're going to get is you're going to get three really smart, you know, really, uh, really quick processing linebackers who are going to be able to cover a lot of ground right. in the middle of that defense. 
All right, let's go ahead and start breaking down these guys, and let's start with the top. Um, Layton, I'll let you go first. Who was the better linebacker last year, Leighton Van Esch or Jalen Smith? That's where oh, we'll start. God. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think I think Jalen Smith because just because you start, you know, talk about start to finish. I think what we saw from Leighton Van Der Esch was unbelievable, and that he clearly is a complete phenom. Uh, and and it won't be long until he's the best linebacker in the league, I, I don't think. Wow, um, that's, that's a hot take there, Lanham. I I really don't think it is, honestly. <laughs> if you watch the dude play, he's pretty freakish. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is that he's incredibly athletic. Um, he's huge. I mean, he moves at a at a, at a at a he moves in a way that a guy his size shouldn't move. You know. Yeah. And so, what, but the thing that I think I keep coming back to, and I, I think that the thing about his physical attributes that really are special is his, his win, wingspan. You know, he gets, he closes passing lanes, he, he envelops the tackle targets, uh, he just, he creates so much havoc with, you know, his speed, athleticism, power, and then again, uh, he's a, a a person who's able to, able and operate in a large amount of space around him. Mm-hmm. So whether that's closing off passing lanes with his big arms, uh, creating interceptions because he's got you know those hands up in the air, uh, or if it's you know compensating for overrunning a, a, a running back on in pursuit, he's got big hands that can take a swipe at you, you know, stun you enough that you have to slow down too, and then he'll tackle you up. And if he if he gets his arms around you, you're not getting out. Like he right. he basically wraps his wraps his arms all the way around you and then drops his body weight and, and brings you down. So, I, you know, I, like I said, his trajectory is straight up, basically, and I think he is very very well likely right now a better linebacker than Jalen Smith. Uh, but I think if you look at everything that Jalen was able to do, I mean, just start to finish um, throughout the season and then just all – like the, the, the incredible variety of ways that they're able to use him – as a blitzer, you know, as a as a just a rusher at times, uh, and as a guy who can cover, as a guy who is is just a physical. I, I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody short of Rolando McClain produce as much power as quickly in hits in short areas as I've seen with Jalen Smith. He just he packs power somewhere I don't see. Like he he arrives at a normal speed, and then there's just this extra bit of kinetic energy in him. That just allows him to unload it on you, and it's right. uh, it's brutal. It's 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 brutal to watch at times, but it's 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 really uh, it really lights up this defense a lot. So I will I'll say Jalen, but I mean, gosh, what a what a what champagne problems to have. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, it's almost not fair to to make or to compare these players to one another because we don't really have to pick between the two. It's important to no. talk about how these guys fit well together, and I actually think. Together, they are one of the scariest linebacker combos in the league because unlike a team like Jacksonville, for instance, who, who has like Telvin Smith and Miles Jack. Well, not uh, anymore. Well, not anymore. But <laughs> someone like that. These yeah. are two guys that are both, what, 255, 260 pounds that are both freak athletes. I mean, these yeah. aren't your small run-and-chase linebackers. I mean, they can obviously do that. Though they, they operate like that, which right. is crazy. But yeah. they have the elite size and athleticism, so it's tough to throw down the middle of the field because you just have two monsters you know, dropping back in coverage there. So 
Um, let's cut, really quickly, Landon, just kind of cut, talk about the two in tandem with one another uh, and how well they fit together. Well, I mean, here's your hot take. They're the best best pair of linebackers in the NFL. I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll, let's go down the list of anybody who wants to come up with another pairing because Thomas Davis has left Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you still got, obviously, an incredible talent in, in the middle of roaming the middle of that defense, but without Davis, who was in and out of the lineup at, at times anyways, I mean, just because of injury. So uh, he was able to come back several times from ACL injuries, but, I mean, he's not there anymore. Um, you talked about Telvin Smith and Miles Jack. Telvin Smith is not with, in, with the team anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's taken a year off. Uh, I mean, Bobby Wagner and K.J. Wright are really the only people, I think, that kind of come into that conversation. Uh, and I, I think it's probably a neck-and-neck conversation, but I'm going to give it to the young guys because they're you know four and five years younger than those other guys. Uh, yeah. So I think that those there's a good chance that those – talents pass like ships in the night this season at some point so i yeah i mean i think when you talk about how you can use them in conjunction with each other how their skill sets uh really complement each other and 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 i think in the same way that you can also use them kind of interchangeably i mean i i think that there is i I wouldn't want leighton vanderesh full-time as a mic but i don't have any issues with him taking on people yeah and 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 i don't have issues with him blitzing and, and doing things like that I think, you know, the reason I think they're so incredible is that you've got one guy who is like the, you know, the a run and hit monster who's also big enough to take on uh, pulling linemen as he's coming at him, and, and like we talked about Vanderesh enough, I, I, Jalen Smith to me is kind of I'm finding more in a, a athletic, a more athletic version of Dante Hightower, you know, mm. like a, a guy who can give you more than just linebacker snaps. That's a really good comp. I like that a lot. I, I mean, I, th- that's what I've been seeing now, the more I see is that he's just he's this guy who can kind of do everything for your defense. Almost like the high tower we saw at Alabama, not the yeah, high tower we've yeah, seen lately. But even okay. still more athletic than that. Like cuz yep. yep. cuz even that high tower was I mean, there were questions about ultimately is his athleticism elite enough to go where he was go- talking about going. But anyways, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of the usage, uh, you know, model is, is you know, you can put Jalen Smith, uh, of course you can put him at Mike Kleinbacker, of course you can uh, put him at will if you need to. Uh, I think you can also uh, put him right on the line of scrimmage and blitz him right up the gu- uh, at the A-gap without any problems. defensive end if you need to. He's got the size yeah, and length and speed to do it. Absolutely. We've seen him at Notre Dame do that before, too. Yes, and I think that you're going to see more of that this year. So, um, and, and I think the way that they are used interchangeably, the way that their skill sets complement each other, we've only just scratched the surface because we kind of just discovered what we really have in Leighton uh, about midseason. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's going to be fantastic to see exactly what they've got for us uh, after an offseason together. All right, let's go ahead and talk about Sean Lee. Uh, there are some reports that the Cowboys are considering moving him to strong side linebacker. Obviously, that's probably going to be a role that doesn't have him on the field a bunch, maybe, what, 10 to 12 snaps a game at most. But I think the idea is that he's pr- going to be the primary backup for both Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch. Um, you know, we're going into a season in which Lee's role is definitely going to be decreased, and this is the first time they're not counting on him to be a starter. What's your just kind of general feelings about Sean Lee entering 2019? Well, I think they're going to probably play the Sam linebacker spot more often now that they've got Sean here. And I think the reason, the thought process there is that it's a different than the kind of traditional over Sam linebacker who's 
over defense Sam linebacker who's kind of on the line of scrimmage taking on tight ends. I think the idea is now more of a uh, three off the ball linebackers uh, covering a bunch of space. So what that frees up is that allows you the opportunity to uh, to play a little bit more three linebacker because you know if you have good athletes or players that can run at that spot, uh, you can do different things in coverage to kind of play more base defense and uh and 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 i think you know it's not the worst thing too when you consider um you know all the use of rpos and that sort Mm -hmm. of thing having all these guys in the in the in the the box who can run and tackle and cover as well uh, i think will be useful at times And, and not 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 all every game and not against every team but I think to get some of these teams that uh, are trying to deploy personnel groups where they're creating mismatches, uh, you know, I think you, it could be helpful to have three linebackers so you can drop into zone and still kind of sort things out as they come at you. It, it's clear that it's not just a rumor, too, I, I don't think, because it, all the reports are that Sean Lee looks like a completely different human being. And, and right. even if you watched him, like, if you watch any of the video of like uh, them at the, the Home Run Derby, He's huge. Are you, are you <laughs> suggesting that Sean Lee's juicing Landon? Is that what you're I, trying to suggest? I, 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 I mean, he, or he's <laughs> eating nails. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, he's it's unbelievable. He's gotten really, really, really big. What, what I really like about this strong side linebacker role for Lee is that we've seen him in the past, especially this year, when Lee is not on the field or not active, it takes him a while to kind of get up to game speed, right? I think we saw that. Oh, I'm trying to think of the game. Was it maybe the the Titans game, his first game back, where he just the 2018 kind of... season? I, I mean, well, like the whole the whole yeah. front end of the season, it just felt right. like he was knocking rust off. Right, and that's that's why I like him as a strong side linebacker because even if he's getting eight to ten snaps a game, at least he's caught up to the game speed. So yeah. if a Jalen Smith or Leighton Van Der Esch goes down. You're not going to have that big, long transition period of getting him back up to speed because he's going to be in the game plan every single week. So well, I you think, also don't have to protect him like in training camp the right, way you did. I mean, right. I think that was really more of anything. What hurt him is that he, they overprotected him, you know, trying to keep preserve him, and he didn't get the the work he needed to get up to game speed. Oh, that's a great point. Um, so those are the top three. Uh, let's talk really quickly about some of the other Sam linebackers that could potentially win that job. Uh, Justin March Lillard, uh, I know some people like quite a bit. I actually thought he was an okay special teamer. Uh, Chris Covington, a guy that the Cowboys drafted last year in, mm-hmm. I think, was sixth or seventh round. Um, any thoughts on those two players as maybe strong side linebackers in the near future? Yeah, Covington is uh, was a sixth rounder, and uh, March Lillard were the, these are the two guys who we kind of thought were probably uh, the ones vying for the more base version of Sam linebacker. Um, and then with the idea that some of these other guys would play if they went, you know, kind of off-ball three-linebacker situation, I think if that had been the case before Sean Lee had made the move that maybe Joe Thomas would be the guy that would have kicked out there. We'll talk about him in a sec, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Covington, I think, is a guy who looks more like your traditional Sam linebacker. We haven't seen a ton of him um, because he was injured at points during training camp and uh, finally made his way back. But I, I think he's a guy who has a little bit longer arms, a little bit kind of stouter type player. Uh, I, I think he was, like I said, more of the traditional physically taking on tight ends and, and playing that sort of way. You mentioned March Lillard is a guy that they've just really liked for a long time because of special teams prowess. Uh, and, and he you know doesn't 
you know, he's really had done well showing out at different points while playing on that side of the ball in the defense, too. Um, you know, the thing is, is that we discovered last year at training camp, even before Leighton Vanderesh broke out, th- this team had a lot of depth at, at linebacker. Yeah. You know, that, that yep. Joe Thomas was a legit player, uh, that Justin March Lillard had taken a step as a defender. And this is, again, even before Chris Covington had come back. So uh, I, I think the Cowboys. Uh, like these guys in Covington and March Lillard, uh, snaps are going to be difficult to earn. But Sean Lee will thing. get some reps. But I think I think that those guys uh, are in good spots, and there's quality at, for considering where they are in the depth chart. Those are quality players to have for sure. Yeah, the, the, probably the guy that's going to get the most snaps is probably going to be the guy that's better on special teams between Covington and March Lillard. Because yeah. if you're looking at the top three with Lee, Jalen Smith, and Van Der Esch, and really. And we'll get to this guy in a second. The top four with Joe Thomas, because as long as Joe Thomas mm-hmm. is healthy, I think he's oh, going to yeah. be active. Absolutely. Uh, it's really got to be the guy that can make a mark on special teams. Um, let's go ahead and talk about Joe Thomas, because he is a – I think he's one of my favorite under-the-radar players on this team. Not because I think he's going to have a big role on you know on this team, hopefully with injuries, but I think if you need to put Joe Thomas in the starting lineup as a weak side linebacker or even as just a nickel linebacker – I think you're doing really. I think you're doing well. I think Joe Thomas is a really, really nice, uh, complimentary player who can cover really well. Now he's he kind of struggles against the run some, uh, and he was a little bit banged up last year. But to have Joe Thomas as what your fourth or fifth linebacker, ooh, that that's a nice piece to have in your roster. Uh, I you know to me. Just watching his game, Joe Thomas is a starting linebacker in this in the NFL. Oh, I 100 percent agree. Mean, yeah, he has that kind of talent level. It's crazy that he's this far down in the depth chart. But I'm looking at the guys like Mark Barron who are going to be starting yeah. this year. He's a better player than he's Mark ever, Barron. He's every bit as good as Mark Barron and better. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. like he's he. This is a guy who he's slightly undersized, and I think that's you know maybe an eliminating thing for some people, but. Dude, I mean, some of these guys that these people are rolling out as nickel linebackers couldn't touch Joe Thomas's jock, man. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, like he he came out here, and every time he's on the field, it's not like he's just getting. Let me put it this way: when when you're at training camp, and you know they start going by teams, right? They start rolling out first team, second team, blah 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 blah. Joe Thomas was making every single tackle on the second team. Like, I mean, right. it was just like not even close. He's all over the field. And then they put him with the first team, and he's making every other tackle. You know, so it's like this guy can play, and he's a good player, and he's a guy that, uh, like I said, on I'm, I'm kind of not surprised. I'm kind of surprised he didn't just go somewhere where he could have gotten a lot more stable job to start. He must have liked the situation here because. It, it, seriously, I really think that there are probably five, ten teams that don't have a, a linebacker on their team as good as I've seen Joe Thomas play. Yeah, I, again, I, I really like Joe Thomas. How they stole him on a two-year deal, it's especially nuts. coming off the, the season he had with Green Bay, he was easily Green Bay's best linebacker, and he came here on basically a two-year vet minimum deal. I mean, that, that's just an outstanding contract. Um, let's just go ahead and mention some other guys on the roster kind of quickly. I mean, we've already talked about six guys who we, we really like. Um, Luke Gifford is a, a linebacker out of uh, Nebraska who they signed as an undrafted free agent. Uh, more of a two-down guy, at least when I watch this film. 
Uh, we talked about Jalen Jelks, the the Oregon defensive mm-hmm. end, who we've kind of ex- thought about maybe they could experiment using him as this, you know, big, long, stand-up, strong side linebacker. Uh, just a couple other other quick names: Nate Hall, Justin Phillips, Andrew Dowell. Any of those guys interest you at all, Landon? I mean, there's a lot of buzz going around with uh, Gifford uh, out of Nebraska that he's a, he's a good player. Um, you know, it's tough. With all the stuff we have to watch and everything, honestly, linebacker was one of those spots where I was like, I, I, I can't I'm watch. I'm, I'm good. good. Like you know, it's like I got, I gotta watch all these other players, and 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 I don't know that I have time to watch down roster linebackers. Who honestly, I, I until I see a little bit more from them at training camp, I don't know that they're gonna make the team. There's there's not a lot of room at this end. Um, I you know when you got guys like Joe Thomas as your fourth linebacker, you know, I mean that's. Uh, I, that's tough. I, I think Jalen Jelks is you know, a, a good chance to make the team because of that versatility, uh, because he could probably play down and play some uh, defensive end for you as well, and potentially even some defensive tackle. So I mean, I, I, I feel still feel pretty solid about my kind of heavier Kyle Wilbur comparison. I, you know, I think like where he can kind of do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. for you, and, and then maybe some special team stuff. Um, and I think that's you know that includes Sam linebacker, and especially if they're talking about playing on the line of scrimmage. So uh, he's a guy that you could see uh, taking some snaps at that position. But honestly, uh, you know Justin Phillips, Andrew Dowell, these guys are going to have to put out incredible production in order to kind of even you know get a whiff of of, of a starting spot. I, I, for me, I feel like these guys are trying to make other people's teams or the know? Cowboys practice squad. That, yeah, that's exactly. Really Cuz I mean, I feel like all Gifford, Hall, Gifford, Phillips, Dowell, all of them may be playing for one practice squad plot, well, spot. Well, let me ask you this, Landon. How many linebackers do we expect this team to keep this year? Cuz the the number that I kind of keep coming back to is like 6. Doesn't that seem about right? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's tough cuz you have to consider like you know how many defensive ends and defensive tackles they're going to take. I mean, it's with defense especially. It's so intertwined with special teams as well mm-hmm. that it's it's tough. But I would say that they have to keep five. You know, minimum. Yep. Um, that would then, be that'd be Van Der Esch, Jalen Smith, Sean Lee, Joe Thomas, and then that would be one of Chris Covington, and Justin uh, Marshall. I think they would prefer Covington, uh, and then Justin March Lillard is. They want Covington to beat Justin March Lillard. I, I think that's correct. Yep. And so if he does it, then March Lillard gets the job. Uh, if he does, the, the reason he does, then yeah, yeah, the, Covington gets it. So. The reason I'm thinking six is because they probably know they can't count on Sean Lee. They know that Justin March Lillard yeah. is a is a good special teamer. That's probably ideal. And then, I think I think putting Sean Lee at Sam linebacker also has the added benefit of if Sean Lee gets hurt and you can't play that way anymore, that's fine. You're Go fine. back to Just playing with more two linebacker, less play Sam. More yep. Play more nickel, which is base, you know. Yep. So yeah, I think that that's what the thought process there is that we want Sean Lee for everything that we can get for Sean Lee, but what we don't want to have to do is count on Sean Lee, right? On rely on Sean Lee being healthy in order for our defense to operate. Those days have to be over. Right. Um, now you mentioned that this, you know, between Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, that that was maybe the best duo of linebackers in the league. I would challenge you to find a team that has better linebacker depth than the Cowboys. Just oh, from no all one. the guys that we've talked about, this is, I think, pretty easily their best unit on the entire roster. Um, and I, I think 
I think as good as it was last year, I think they have a chance to be dramatically better as Jalen Smith now goes into his, what, his third year of playing. Leighton Van Der Esch goes into his second year, maybe some more snaps from Sean Lee. Uh, it's just a really, really good unit. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Lane and at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.